Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. I came to the one that is now saying and when you see the poor that are cast out that you take them in now giving arms or food to the poor is not enough you must put shelter on their head bring them into your house and bringing a poor man into your house is one of the most difficult things oh because by the time they come all your perfume in the house will be nullified because they come with their own perfume from the opposite side yeah. the way they eat is different because the way the poor man eats is different from the way the rich man eats you see when a poor man goes into another environment what he needs to survive is humility but all this if I followed the way I was born, you would have been sitting in Tankor. The thing they call Tankor is the rocks they arrange before they farm. When you see any man who is very disorganized, you are likely to be looking at a woman, a man who has not allowed his wife to help him. Because the Bible said, and the woman was created, and the Bible said, help meet. That means that the woman doesn't need help. It's the man who needs the help. Oh. This microphone doesn't need me. I need the microphone. This microphone can survive without me. In fact, if I put it down in the night, it won't complain. It is even happier I'm not around to punish it. But when I come in the morning, then the microphone will help me. So that when you see the poor that are cast out, that you take them in. Very powerful statement. So giving the poor arms is not enough. Taking them into your house is the important thing. And if all society was doing that, social welfare in Ghana would not be overstretched. Now, so, when you see the poor that are cast out, you bring them to your house. So, it is not all the time giving them arms is enough. It's not all the time giving them food is enough. There are times you have to put shelter on a poor person's head. So, the poor man is a needy person. 
he's rejected estranged and this is common in an insensitive world especially when the insensitive world is ravaged by things like civil wars tribal wars ethnic wars chieftaincy disputes now COVID-19 has made it worse so there are many people that are homeless and the jubilee period provides the opportunity for the doors of homes to be opened to the homeless the jubilee so because you see when you hear the sound of the jubilee and you have been away for many years or maybe your fathers were taken into slavery for many years they were owing they couldn't pay and they took them into another place for many years you are talking about maybe 30 years 40 years 50 years and you are now returning by the time you get back your your home might have been taken maybe your land has been taken probably the house you left and you went the whole place is broken down everything is dilapidated and you you they have to you may go there and realize that you have come back to your possession you've come back to your family but you have no roof over your head and somebody has to take you in look at when um the 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 covid came and these um kayaye were being rushed back and it was really a jubilee because everybody they they gave them 48 hours and they had to come back home many of them came and didn't know where to go those of them who are families came their families received them and we thank god for the illiterate folk who received them because they, they don't know about asymptomatic their relative has come and is looking well so that is it the person has no cough that is it they opened their door they stayed together and and that was it but they had to come home anyway so you go back and you realize that you are homeless and somebody must keep you in the home and um give the poor don't give them arms in the streets you bring them in one typical example of bringing the poor into your home is found in the life of david david who became the king of israel and when he became the king of israel he said is there anybody in the household of saul that i may show him kindness because of my friend jonathan with whom i had a covenant i had a love covenant with jonathan and i need to show sympathy and mercy to jonathan's children anybody who is related to jonathan anybody who is related to saul i just want to show them mercy now when mephibosheth the son of jonathan the son of saul was come unto david now this man mephibosheth his name means terminator 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 of shame that means now this man was being carried when the old whole thing happened and the war and everything and king saul was dead and the whole kingdom is in disarray then a nurse took um mephibosheth and was running with him and dropped him they dropped this man he became a cripple not out of his own fault some of the poor people it's not their fault somebody dropped them i have been in serious poverty before and it was not because of my fault i was not a stupid child in class no 
I could understand what they were teaching me. But I was dropped. Everybody, many people at one point or the other were dropped. So this boy was dropped. He became crippled in, in, in both legs. Couldn't walk. And King David now brings him to his presence. And when he was calm, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said unto Mephibosheth. And, he, and David said, Mephibosheth. And he said, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show you kindness for, just, for Jonathan, thy father's sake. And I will restore unto you all the land of thy father. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Just the verse 7 is what I want to preach. And I want to pick up three things from the verse 7. Rest, refreshing, and restoration. Rest, fear not. Fear not. Rest. Mawobu and Tawiyem. Mephibosheth and Suro and Maehu and Kau. And that's because the poor person is a very frightened person. When you bring them into your environment, you can see. You don't know whether they are standing, whether they are shaking, whether they are falling. All of a sudden, they become stammerous. Their spirit is restless. When I talk about the rest over here, I'm not talking about the rest of cessation of labor is rest. When cessation of labor, you are not working, you, you, you are calm. The thing about the poor man is that his thing goes beyond just not working. The thing about the poor person is that no confidence, afraid. Because in those days, when he said, Behold thy servant. What he's saying is that I am yours. And in those days, blessed lady, if you were somebody's servant, it means the person could abuse you and you can't complain. He can even kill you. Your master could just take a knife and kill you and nobody will ask him anything. There will, there will be no police inquiry. You are dead and that is it because a servant was like somebody's property. So we, when he came into the, into the presence of the king, the king had to, he said, this is your servant. And the king immediately realized that this person, he, he does not only have to be saved from physical labor. Now, in the first place, behold thy servant. You are a crippled man, crippled in two feet. What labor are you going to offer? So if you say servant, what services are you coming to offer here? Because you can't walk. You are still young. Behold that servant. The man was so nervous, so scared. And many people come into our environment and they are so scared. And the first thing the king said is, fear not. That means rest. Have your peace. Rest. Be peaceful. We want to bring people into our environment and assure them. Give them confidence in life. Give them confidence. Don't bring them into your environment and make them worse. Some of you bring housemaids into your houses and they are so nervous, they are so afraid, they sleep in the outhouse. Why should your housemaid, who works more than your children, sleep in the outhouse and your lazy children are sleeping in the bedroom with air conditioning on their head? Tell me, are you fair? 
Your lazy children are in air-conditioned cars. The houseboy who does all the work has never stiffed, sniffed at even a just recompense. So he said, fear not. They come into our presence, they are so nervous. They can't speak the English language. They speak only vernacular. You treat them anyhow. They wear different clothing from your children. Their slippers are tattered. They have just two dresses. Ever since they came to live with you, their clothing are still in Ghana, must go. So the first thing the king said is that, fear not. Don't be afraid. Rest. Nobody will kill you here. Nobody will maltreat you here. Nobody will abuse you here. Nobody will take your life from you. You want to get somebody and give them assurance. And as soon as that houseboy comes in, that house girl, housemate comes in, you tell them from today, you are not a housemate, you are my son. You are my daughter, you are not a housemate. You are my son, you are not a houseboy. I mean, give somebody confidence in life. Make them rest. Let the driver feel like he's your son. Let the cook feel like she's your daughter. Listen, give them that feeling. Let them feel it. Because many of them didn't have a father or mother who could give them that feeling. The way we abuse people has to stop. This rest I'm talking about eh, is more important than the air condition. It's more important than the bed. So as soon as Mephibosheth appeared, David didn't say this is a bed. This is air condition. This is a table. He said, fear not. The first rest you give to somebody is to take fear. So when God was giving us rest, the Bible said he has not given us the spirit of bondage again to fear. But he has given us the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. So the first thing you do when you employ people to work with you is to let them know you are their parents. And they can tell you anything. They can come into your presence. They can enjoy you as a father. So the first thing is that fear not. Rest. Then number two. I will show you kindness. For the sake of Jonathan. I call that one refreshing. Refreshing. The act of kindness. I checked the meaning of the word kindness. It said favor. Goodness. Now, with the first one, you are giving your heart to the person to make the person rest. With the second one, you are now beginning to do practical things. Practical things. The practical things that show, that, that, that show your love. Kindness. I will show you kindness. You will, eat you will eat bread at my table. Where I eat is where you eat. What I drink is what you will drink. You never know what is really yours and who is really yours until the end of the day. Be careful about the one you are maltreating. Receive the person as a gift. And they are in our churches. They are in our places of work. They are in our community. They are just around us. And after 20 years, we still see them as strangers. Refreshing. Show them kindness. 
There is no way your children should be eating from porcelain plates and another person in your house is eating from a rubber plate. If everybody's eating from rubber or plastic, let them eat from rubber and plastic. If everybody's eating rice with a spoon, let everybody eat rice with a spoon. But your children cannot, and especially those lazy ones, cannot be eating with fork and knife. And the girl doing all the work is eating from plastics. If you can clap your hands, God will deliver your house. God will deliver your house. God will deliver your house. Somebody's child is your driver. Oh, sorry. Hey, come here, come here, come here. Do that thing quickly. And you use words that should not be coming out of a mouth. Refreshing. Rest. And the rest has to do with the soul of the person, the spirit of the person, the mind of the person refreshing has to do with the body of the person and the environment of the person and then when he finished with the rest and the refreshing he said now let's go to the third level the third level is restoration the restoration is that Mephibosheth somebody will carry you I'm going to show you something see this land that belongs to your father Jonathan you see this one that belongs to your father Saul you are now taking the generosity and the kindness and the goodness out of the home and you are taking it into the community you are taking it into possession so you have moved from giving the person arms and you have gone into sharing your table with the person now you are restoring to the person everything that belonged to them everybody in this place had something that belonged to them before somebody dropped them that means before somebody messed them up they had an inheritance they had a gift there's nobody who was created by god and god didn't have a plan for them he knows he said i know the plans and the thoughts that i think towards you thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end when god created the earth and said the earth is the lords and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein for he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the flowers what god meant is that every human being has an inheritance inheritance on the land until somebody messed it up and when they come into your life you want to look at the person and say what is this what is their gift what is their anointing what is out there for them to possess let me help them to possess it i will help them to possess it i will restore for them what is theirs Look at what the Bible said in the book of Galatians chapter 6. The verse number 10 says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially them who are of the household of faith. Now go to the verse 9. I decided to turn it upside down. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Look at Albert Goza. He didn't faint. He did good to them of the household of faith. And in due season, he reaped. Because the seed he sowed, some of the people did not forget. And they had mercy on his own children. But let me give you prophetically something that is happening in this house. I was walking about and the Lord said, Do you remember that even the Ark of the Covenant was homeless? I'm talking about an Ark that has been cast out. Because wherever it went, it gave people sickness. 
wherever it went. You get up in the morning, you couldn't move your legs because a mountain has come to sit between your legs. You get up, you can't bring your armpit down because a mountain has come to lodge itself here. They call them emeralds. These kind of boils that were just blood. And the ark of the covenant was walking throughout the land. The land of the Philistines and the land of the Israelites looking for place to rest. And they couldn't find place. Everybody was running away from the ark. Because the ark was like a curse. Until uh, even the king was running away from the ark. Until a certain man called Obedidom said bring in the ark. I came here to prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. That person you received in your house is the Ark of the Covenant. There is the Ark of the Covenant in your company. There's the Ark of the Covenant in your business. There's the Ark of the Covenant in your family. That your driver is the Ark of the Covenant. That your, that your houseboy is the Ark of the Covenant. Remember Joseph. As soon as he entered Potiphar's house, blessings started coming. Remember Jacob As soon as he entered Laban's house Blessings started coming Ladies and gentlemen That guy who is smelling That lady who is smelling That person with the halitosis Bad body odor That person's that Somebody's child Somebody's daughter That God brought into your life Is not a nuisance That person is the ark of covenant maybe they messed up maybe they did something wrong maybe they were criminal maybe they were people that had done a lot of things wrong and they were going from place to place and they had become outcast and everybody's rejecting them wherever they go everybody's running away from them but i see you as the obedidom you will open your door and you will say the stone that the builders rejected i need it in my house i want that here now I want that person here now I want that lady here now I want that gentleman here now and when they enter your house God will begin to bless your life he said be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares that person you have in your house is not a killer ark that person is a blessed ark I pray in the name of Jesus you will obtain blessing from that person if you can shout that blessing is upon you i'm i'm walking about in the house and i'm saying father help me to treat everybody as if they are my own Look at this man of God. He's more than a brother to me. He's an Ashanti. I'm a Frafra. That is my biological tribe. But between me and Minister Nana Jumo, that thing doesn't exist. Jack, the day you get the revelation that the reproductive organ does not produce human beings but God creates human beings your life will change some of you have limited creation to reproduction reproduction is just a channel but and it's from the earth creation is from above 
your real brother and your real sister is not by blood it is by the mind of god when you meet somebody and god's mind defines the relationship that is it share on your me we sit out be away me no one should run open your eyes and see the blessing and stop listen you are rejecting human beings and you are still believing god for blessing it will not happen and that when you see the poor and they are cast out you bring them into your house but you know i'm praying right now two prayers number one i'm praying for you is that somebody will receive you into their house your misery will be over if somebody receives you so lift up your hand and pray that father touch somebody's heart to receive all you need is, is for somebody to take his name and put on you And when God does it father to child, spirit to spirit, it's powerful. But I want somebody under the sound of my voice today. At times, it is even your husband. You know, you can even be married and your husband really has not brought you in. You know, this kind of marriage where every property is in the name of the man and your name is close to nothing. You are married but when it comes to property you are not married there are men who marry women and pearl they even refuse to let the woman take their name and before they marry you you must sign a prenuptial to say that anything they owned before they married you you are not part of it apart from their carelessness as for their carelessness before they married you that one you have to inherit it and any carelessness in their life you have to inherit that one but property you must sign a prenup sometimes you are walking about in a church and all you need is one day for your pastor to just tell you i love you sometimes all you just need somebody to just bring you in and say you are my daughter you're my son every one of us has got that need it's a felt need it, it, it. you have no idea the kind of confidence people like mr diajimai put in me when i'm walking about and suddenly i feel i'm the son of oka block who is supposed to open a door for you to enter May they open the door for you to enter. You have been standing in the cold for a very long time. Long time. You just want a day when your boss, who is the car owner, will just smile at you. Angie, sometimes all somebody's looking for at the place of work is not the salary, but the day the boss will just say good morning. <laughs> 
can you lift up your hand god is giving you a gift somebody to just embrace you and tell you i love you and affirm you and give you that attention sometimes it's just your wife you are waiting for your wife to be able to say look Kwame I love you I appreciate it many of us have been broken and beaten and battered in life because of the way society conspired against us I want you to sing this song with a meaning and the meaning is this whilst you are singing it and you are saying God should do it for you you are praying that God will raise somebody to let you really feel it because you see God breathing his name upon you Yahweh your hey, where are you going with your hey? If you are walking about and they call you your hey, he has breathed his name on you. But if you are walking about and they say yao or donko, you can feel the odonko because people can see it. Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabel. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabel Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabel.com until Eastwood Annabel comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.